When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour of the Clay and Buck Show underway. Got a lot to get to with you, including this breaking story, breaking news story about a NBC News, MSNBC. Remember, NBC owns MSNBC. It's the same company. Employee who allegedly was trying to follow the Rittenhouse uh, trial jurors in the bus, taking them from the courthouse. We want to remind you of just exactly what happened. We've got some updates on that one. This is big stuff because what's going on with this jury right now? Why is it taking so long to come to a verdict? Well, it's because many of us, I am in this category, Clay is in this category, think that there is immense pressure that has intentionally been brought to bear by the left-wing apparatus in this country of fear and coercion to undermine the jury's ability to reach a verdict based on fact. If they're too terrified for their own safety and their family's safety, how can this actually be a fair trial? Here is the judge, just so we're all very clear on what happened. Here is the judge in this case, Bruce Schroeder, in the Kenosha courthouse saying, MSNBC, you are banned. Last evening, a person who identified himself as James Jim Morrison and who claimed that he was a producer with NBC News, employed uh, for MSNBC uh, under the supervision of someone named Irene Bayon in New York uh, for MSNBC. Uh, the police, when they stopped him because he was following in a distance of a block and uh, went through a red light, pulled him over and inquired of him what was going on and he gave that information and stated that he had been instructed by Ms. Bayon in New York to follow the jury bus. Uh, the matter is uh, under further investigation at this point. I have instructed that no one from MSNBC News will be permitted in this building. 
for the duration of this trial. Can I just say, Clay, the officers pulled the car over, according to Judge Schroeder. This is from the New York Times. And the driver said he was a producer working with MSNBC and that someone who worked for the network in New York had instructed him to follow the jurors. That is the quote. Buck. I I mean, I am just this is next level. This is next level jury level intimidation. Let's break this down. okay? The judge here has already wanted to go full on mistrial for a variety of reasons. But this goes to the heart of what we have been talking about, why you and I both believe we're in the middle of day three of jury deliberation, because the evidence here is quite clear that Kyle Rittenhouse had, based on video, it's not like we're just analyzing what people said, based on video in conjunction with testimony, had the ability to use self-defense in this case. The jury, to me, is terrified of being doxxed, of being outed, of being a target of the left-wing woke mob which has decided that Kyle Rittenhouse is an evil wrongdoer, a racist, a uh, a school shooter, a insidious, awful human being. That's their narrative. This is unbelievable to me that you would get caught. MSNBC is trying to get all the information on these jurors that they can. Why are they doing this? Let me take a step back. I think the reason why they're doing this is so whenever a verdict is reached, or if it's a hung jury, that they have the ability to try to get the jurors to tell them about what went on in deliberation. And a secondary part of this is so that they can identify who these jurors are and... Can you imagine being on this jury right now? You're under a high-stress environment already. You are being driven away from the courthouse, and there is a car in hot pursuit filled with someone who is reportedly filming you, attempting to identify you, figure out who you are, and you're supposed to be able to render justice without worrying about you and your family becoming targets? Can, can oh, just, this is so infuriating there, to me, Buck. There's, the, there's an additional level here, too, for the jury pool that I'm sure is in their minds, and it's they know that they're not going to be able to count on. They cannot count. Let, let's say they reach a not guilty verdict, yes. which right they now should. for a lot of people, it's feeling like hung, hung jury is where we're heading right now. For a lot of people, I, I, that's I don't what know. I would, right? That's what I would bet on right now, Buck. If you were like, Clay, set the odds of what's going to go on here. Based on us being now in the third day in this case, I would bet on a hung jury, which means that they can't reach a unanimous verdict. I would bet on, you know, nine to three, eight to four, ten to two, maybe even eleven to one people wanting to vote not guilty, but you can't get a unanimous verdict right now. And therefore, you have a hung jury. They say we can't, nobody's changing their minds. We've debated this ad infinitum. Nobody's changing their minds. And then it would get thrown back on the judge who doesn't seem to want to rule for a mistrial with prejudice, which would end this case. Now, he's hoping that the jury renders the not guilty verdict, I think, based on him having sat there. I think he recognizes this should be a not guilty verdict. And then the onus would be on this judge to decide 
are you going to mistrial this with prejudice? Well, if he's a hung got a hung jury, jury he has back. to, right? No, I mean, a, hung, a hung jury would just mean that they would they would have the right to come back, right? But that means the judge, declare, the judge declare it's a it is a mistrial if the, if it's a hung jury, right? Yeah, but I'm saying the mistrial with prejudice ends the case. Does he is he willing to render this based on all the craziness that's been going on a mistrial with prejudice, which would then be right, appealed? That's the additional level. I mean, so it's. Essentially, we get to the is are we going to have this whole thing play out again, which seems like if we're at that stage, a distinct possibility. But but back to the the threat against the jurors here, which we're all by the way, there's lots of threats about the judge. Why aren't you hearing more about that? There are there are lots of threats against this judge, death threats against him and his family. Isn't it so interesting when you hear about that in the media and when you don't? Oh, of course. Almost like the psychotic left is going completely insane because they still act like Rittenhouse is a racist. He shot three white criminals, but somehow this is a racist thing with Rittenhouse, or this is a, I mean, really, ultimately, I still believe this is just you're not allowed to stand up against the left-wing mob. That's what, that they cannot allow people to think when the left wants to riot, armed citizens can say, not on my block, not today. But, Clay, the people that are targeted in this way who are on this jury and now we know there's like this journalist who's following them. There's clearly stuff going. There's been efforts to intimidate them from the very beginning as, as soon as they were on the jury. They can't even count on the corporate media to come to their aid in terms of condemning and going, you know, the media, if they voted for acquittal and then were targeted, they know media's going to say, well, you know, they kind of voted the wrong way. They're, they don't even have the people who are supposed to be supportive of the system and believe in justice and all that to catch their back. Because if you're a Democrat and there's an acquittal here, you're going to say that was injustice and the people who were a part of it maybe have to face some of their own consequences. They should be held accountable. That's, right. That's what this is about. And it's about intimidation at its most basic level. And regardless of what your particular perspective is on any case, the idea that a major media organization should be stalking effectively jurors like this and should be chasing them and running red lights and having the police necessitating, trying to figure out, hey, what kind of threat are these jurors under based on the behavior of this driver? And for NBC to not be able to deny it, by the way, some of these NBC journalists, Buck, have basically ended all of their social media profiles. So the people who were named in this uh, by ju- by the judge in the Rittenhouse case, many of them are completely wiping clean now their social media accounts, which yeah. certainly doesn't make you look any more innocent when you're just trying so, to hide. So just just so everyone's clear, also the the way I wanted to check to make sure. So if if there's a hung jury, yes. there are two options. The judge can say, go back and don't be a hung jury anymore, but that doesn't, you know, that's doesn't that guarantee doesn't change that they're it, right. never going to change. They and then you get a mistrial. It is a mistrial. If, if, if that there are only two options there, it's either mistrial or go back and don't be a hung jury anymore. Yeah. The, and then what we've been debating whether the judge is willing to do is take that next step and say, this is a mistrial with prejudice meaning this case can't be brought anymore. But no, it can because they can appeal it at the state. They, they can, can appeal, they can appeal, appeal it, it, but usually the trial court judge is granted great discretion right. by the so appellate courts. So it's a higher courts. bar. It's a the high state standard. would have a higher, a higher yes. standard it's of a high standard to it. overrule yes. him. I mean, you're right that that would potentially be appealed and stay in the courts, but it would be 
it, it's a it would be a yeah. massive win for Rittenhouse if the trial court judge said this is a mistrial with prejudice because it would basically make the state have to overturn and prove that he had misruled in making that decision. We'll have more on where we are with the Rittenhouse jury deliberations. Day three here going on. Plus, Kamala Harris, the vice president, no longer the borders are, apparently. Allegedly. We, we don't know. I mean, is she? Is she not? Was she ever? She was on Good Morning America trying to defend her record. And you're going to want to hear how that went with, I think, her 28 percent approval rating. Not a surprise to anyone paying attention. You could be saving a lot of money right now with a refinance mortgage. I mean, we're seeing some of the lowest mortgage rates of our lifetime. You can easily refinance and save up to, get this, $1,000 a month. You start by calling our friends at American Financing, 800-777-8109. Take advantage of a free, no-obligation mortgage review so you can understand your own personal custom options. You'll work with a salary-based mortgage consultant. So you're only learning about programs that can make a difference in your budget. You can pre-qualify for free in as little as 10 minutes, and you could skip two mortgage payments, meaning no mortgage payment until after the new year. So what are you waiting for? Clay, where should they go? It's super simple. All you have to do is call American Financing at 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. Call today. You could be saving up to $12,000. You could miss a couple of mortgage payments at the end of the year. How much difference could that make for you and your family? It's simple. Sign up today. 800-777-8109. Visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182-334. NMLSConsumeraccess.org. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. 
Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage all of you to grab the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a single moment. Buck, we were just talking about off-air as MSNBC is under fire for potentially chasing jurors and trying to intimidate them, potentially dox them down the line. Buck, George Floyd trial. What's the reaction if Fox News is chasing the jurors on the George Floyd trial, the Derek Chauvin trial, and they are pulled over by police and banned from the courtroom because of potential jury intimidation? They burn stuff down. I mean, you're actually you're talking about a a certainty of riots. And and by the way, not the rioters, but the narrative would be that, you know, Fox or whoever followed them would be responsible for the riots. That's right. And they would also argue every advertiser who spends any money with Fox News has to pull out. They don't deserve to be carried as a cable network. I just want to contextualize you and everybody out there listening, as you see the way the MSNBC egregious behavior is covered, pretend that Fox News had done it during the Derek Chauvin trial and think about the way that the media would cover it compared to how they're going to cover it with MSNBC. No, Clay, think about the disparity here. We have, you know, if you're looking at sort of left team, right team, right? Left wing versus conservative or or right wing and and how the justice system plays out. A lot of people have been saying, well, if Kyle Rittenhouse were black, he would already, you know, he would have spent all this time in prison. He'd be going away for life. There was the, I think we actually broke the news when it happened on the show. There was a school shooting in Texas and a young African-American guy, I I think he was 18, he was in high school, shot four people and was was out on bail Within 24 hours, $75,000 bail, which means he had to put forward $7,500, basically. Right. And, and he's still he's still out. He had a celebration when he came home. Yeah, he had a party when he came home. Okay. Well, then let's also look at what happens when you get in the crosshairs of the left on a matter of politics in the criminal justice system. We had Andy McCarthy on yesterday. I know Andy's a fair guy, very smart guy. He says, look, four years, roughly three and a half years for QAnon shaman isn't completely outrageous to him considering that he obstructed congress i think it's harsh i mean i think that was obvious from my question to andy yesterday but andy was a federal prosecutor for 20 years i wasn't so we have a different view of some of these things but he did also say keeping these guys in solitary confinement is completely and by the way keeping them in prison i mean in jail period awaiting yes. trial is completely unethical you don't keep people in jail leading up to their trial Unless they are a flight risk, That's unless right. you think they're or, not or going th- to show up or a threat, or a threat to society some way to right. kill somebody. And right? that's, like, that's actually critical because what they've said, what the judge that's held some of the January 6th defendants, one of the judges in D.C. has said is essentially they could start another insurrection if we let them out as, as if they're coup plotters that are going to overthrow as if the they government. started one insurrection right. as in if the they first started place. one insurrection. It is outrageous 
that the January 6th defendants have been held in custody and in solitary for now eight, nine months. Well, it's a miscarriage of justice. And 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 imagine the, the other direction. Clay, I actually have the... The, uh, the the announcement, the Portland district attorney dropped the charges against over half of yes. the people who were tr- just dropped charges entirely. The federal courthouse. Trying to burn down a federal courthouse. I know. I know. I mean, and, and that's part of the defense, candidly, of the January 6th defendants. And by the way, this also ties in with the Department of Justice and the FBI potentially going after parents who were showing up at school boards and labeling them domestic terrorists. A whistleblower inside of the FBI said to the House Judiciary Committee and Jim Jordan, congressman from Ohio, that that is exactly what's going on. Jim Jordan is going to be with us tomorrow at 2 o'clock Eastern. You'll be able to hear him live on the program. But he said this on Fox News, and he pointed out, hey, guy like me who went and spoke at his school board, Do I have an FBI file now? Am I considered a domestic terrorist? Here's the fundamental question. What's the number? How many Americans, how many parents, how many moms, how many dads now have this tag, this label put on their name? Do these two guys in Texas? Does Clay Travis, who showed up at a school board meeting and spoke out against policies at his children's school? I mean, that's the part that's most troubling. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who did what I did, Buck, and maybe have been labeled and investigated as domestic terrorists for standing up on behalf of what you believe your school should be doing. Don't worry, man. If they send you to Gitmo, I'll put out the Buck (laughs) signal with this audience. We'll get together. We got a lot of special forces. You think they can handle me? We will exfil you out of Gitmo in like 48 hours. You'll be good, Clay. We won't leave you behind. We're going to be joined, by the way, in the next segment by Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. And by the way... I'm going to ask him to please run for re-election in Wisconsin because I think we need this guy to stay in the Senate. Uh, I said that earlier in the week on the show, uh, but he's doing a fantastic job. I mean, just a fantastic job, in my opinion, for the people of Wisconsin. We will talk with him next. But in the meantime, you need to know, you know this, big tech is wildly popular and powerful, and they are using your searches to make massive amounts of money. They are taking away your privacy. That's why you need ExpressVPN. When you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address, something big tech can use to personally identify you, and they make your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. They also encrypt 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers on your network. That's why you need to visit expressvpn.com slash clay. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash clay to get three extra months for free. Go to expressvpn.com slash clay right now. It's super easy to use. Do it today. Expressvpn.com slash clay. Thanks for rolling along with us here on the Clay and Buck Show. We're joined now by Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. Senator Johnson, thanks for being here. Well, guys, hope you're doing well. Senator, you know, the the border is a total mess. It's an area of policy that you've been focusing in on. You've been trying to tell the American people about what's happening there. The vice president, formerly the borders are apparently no longer, although I don't think there's an official announcement about that. Kamala Harris 
was on TV this morning talking about the border issue. I wanted our I wanted our audience to hear it and let you react to it. Well, it's not going to be overnight. We can't just flip a switch and make it better. Um, the reality is that we inherited a system, an immigration system that was deeply broken, and it's requiring us to actually put it back together in terms of creating a fair um, process that is effective and efficient. But on the root causes piece, what we're looking at is that, you know, frankly, people don't want to leave home, George. And when they do, it's for one of two reasons. They're fleeing some kind of harm or to stay at home. They just simply cannot satisfy the basic needs of their family. Uh, what do you say to that, Senator? Well, the root cause is the Biden administration, President Biden, uh, Kamala Harris. And they did flip a switch. The you know, first couple of days in office, they completely dismantled the successful policies of the Trump administration. They ended return to Mexico policy. They they ended the agreements we had with uh, Mexico and Central America. They stopped building the fence. But we'd pretty well stopped the flow of unaccompanied children and families exploiting our uh, asylum laws. And we were going to complete the fence, and we, we were very close to having you know, pr- pretty good control over the, the border, and they blew it all up day one. They, they, by the way, they knew what would happen. So Kamala Harris was on my committee when I held over 30-some hearings on you know, the border security and some aspects of uh, of the immigration uh, system we have, the broken immigration system, and she would just come in and just ask nasty questions. That's when she accused ICE of basically being a, like the, the Ku Klux Klan. So, I mean, she, she, she sat in hearings when we were getting testimony that they were selling children for $81. She understands the human depredations of human trafficking, the sex trafficking, the flow of deadly drugs. Now we have 100,000 overdoses last year. No, this administration knew full well what the results are going to be of their disastrous policies, but I guess it, they just had to reverse whatever President Trump did. So they flipped the switch. They caused this crisis. It is true it's going to be pretty hard to put this genie back in the bottle, but they caused it. They are the root cause. Senator Johnson, speaking of root cause, uh, there is a mess right now as the jury continues to deliberate in Kenosha, Wisconsin. MSNBC evidently caught chasing the jurors, uh, and they've now been banned from the courthouse. Got National Guard, State Guard calling out uh, the governor, calling out support there. How concerned are you about the situation in Kenosha and what might happen whenever a verdict comes down? I'm highly concerned. You know, I think the governor might have learned his lesson. I mean, uh, both he and the lieutenant governor uh, in August 2020, when we had the riots, incited the riots. Uh, They refused to take President Trump up on his offer to bring in more National Guard troops. They just ignored it. They incited the riots. So I guess now they're at least having 500 National Guard troops stand by, which is better than nothing. Uh, But, you know, from my standpoint, one thing we have to point out is – I don't think we're overly concerned about riots if Kyle's convicted, right? We're, we're concerned about riots if he's found not guilty. That's right. And the, the, the fact of the matter is, is the violence that we fear, by and large, comes from the left. Not universally so, but by and large. That's something the mainstream media will never admit. Let's face it, they didn't, they didn't board up storefronts in major metropolitan areas prior to the November 2020 election in case Joe Biden won. Right. You know, once once he was declared the victor, the, the the boarding could come down. So well, let's be honest about this. You know, I condemned January 6th. It was repugnant. It was repulsive, the violence, the racial slurs. But that's an aberration. 
coming from Trump supporters, because most, most Trump supporters are God-fearing. They love this country. They respect law enforcement. They wouldn't even think about uh, breaking the law or rioting. The rioting, by and large, comes from the, from the left. And we've got proof over 570 riots in the summer. One to two billion dollars of property damage. A couple thousand law enforcement officers injured during the summer riots. A couple, couple dozen people died in some way, shape, or form. But that's all swept under the rug. And the left and the media, which is the same thing, uh, they only focus on, on January 6th. We, we, we need to be honest and realistic about uh, where the real threat of violence is coming from. It's coming from the left. We're speaking to Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Senator, looks like uh, Pelosi is promising to get the Build Back Better bill through the House side. Uh, what do you what do you think when you're hearing the administration and the Democrats all together making claims like this is all paid for? There won't be any tax raises on anyone making less than four hundred grand, and it won't make inflation worse. Well, you know, a, a general problem with liberals is they just deny reality. You know what? What general human nature is? You pay people not to work. Guess what? They don't work. I mean, now the fact that they're saying, well, the way to fix inflation, which is too many dollars chasing too few goods is let's spend more money. Let's create more debt and debt to spend. Let's mortgage our children's future further. Let's, let's even have more dollars chasing too few goods. They, they live in a fantasy world. But again, I have to point this out. The mainstream media props them up. They cover for them. They're complicit in this. So this mainstream media that got Joe Biden elected by covering up Oh, you know, my, my and Chuck Grassley's uh, report on Hunter Biden, you know, nothing to see there. Don't, don't worry about those foreign financial entanglements with China and Russia and 13 other countries. Don't, don't, don't take a look at that. We're, gonna, we're going to make sure we elect this moderate, grandfatherly-like figure, and, and he'll heal and unify this nation. Nothing could be further from the truth. He's a radical leftist, and he's su- surrounding himself with open-border, radical-left, socialist Marxists. That, that's what he's doing. Senator Johnson, I don't follow through on this very often, but I said earlier in the week, and I don't know if you heard it or anybody on your staff might have heard it, we really need for you to run for re-election in Wisconsin. You're a truth teller. I don't know who might replace you, but I'm 100% confident they won't be as honest and as good at their job as you are. I'm giving you my endorsement. I don't even know if I'm supposed to do that. Obviously, I don't live in Wisconsin, so I can't vote for you. But will you please run for re-election? Well, listen, I, I appreciate those kind words. I, I am going to be making my decision in the next few weeks. And I will tell you that kind of encouragement, it, 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 it is impactful. I, I have to admit, as I've traveled around Wisconsin, I'm getting all kinds of encouragement. And so I appreciate that. I really We do. need you. So, we thanks, need you because you're thanks. willing to fight. And so few people are willing to fight. And you're willing to fight with facts, in particular with covid uh, did you read the Fifth Circuit opinion? Thank God they stood up and actually stood up for the Constitution. But so few people are willing to do that. We need you there. What did you think of the Fifth Circuit? Well, I, I breathed a sigh of relief. Uh, that, I mean, these mandates are going to be so destructive. I mean, forcing people into just gut-wrenching, life-altering decisions for no reason. Listen, if the vaccine were 100% effective and safe, I could understand it, but they're unfortunately not. And, of course, by saying that, I'm going to get censored by YouTube because I'm, I'm telling the truth. Of course. It, guys, if I, if I do run, it would literally be a contest between the media, the social media, and the truth. 
and it'd be a knockdown drag out. Let's face it, they've got a lot of power. They'll never admit they're wrong, and they have the power to pretty well guarantee they're never proven wrong. So I will need a lot of help and support if I do run. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Sir, we always appreciate you swinging by the Clan Buck Show. Thanks for being here with us. Have a great day. Stay healthy. When you announce you're running, you can come back on. We need That's you, right. sir. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> He's not committing quite yet. Right, I know. Baby. I just I gotta, make, I Johnson, gotta make my pitch. Mrs. Johnson probably gets a say this one, Clay. You know, so we'll have to see. The Tunnel of the Towers Foundation is making the holidays brighter for our nation's gold star and fallen first responder families with young children. For many of these families, the holidays are a tough reminder of the sacrifice their hero made for us. The foundation is giving away one or more homes a day from Thanksgiving through New Year's Eve during its season of hope. With each mortgage-free home, the foundation is delivering on its promise to do good and never forget. For some of these families, they have the comfort of knowing they can stay in the home that they picked with their loved one, the home where they made precious holiday memories. For families in a new home, they're creating new memories they will cherish forever. And all of this is possible because of your generosity. You know this show's listeners have given over $5 million to Tunnel the Towers? Think about the impact that you guys have had supporting America's greatest heroes and their families. And for those of you who haven't signed up yet, you can donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does. 
but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... Back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I believe that I'm going to make it through. I sound like I'm going to die, don't I? Yeah, it's all its all about uh, honey lemon tea, Clay. That's you what I'm going to be on. I'm going straight to the honey lemon tea. And you know what's funny, Buck, is before the Patriot Awards, everybody who was there for Fox, because it's going to be a big crowd, everything else, we all had to take COVID tests. And I was thinking to myself, what happens if I test positive? Because I've got this cold. I don't know. I mean, I've already had COVID, but I, I wasn't expecting to get I got tested. I don't have COVID. But I was like, am I going to have to stay in a hotel room in South Florida for like 10 days because I randomly came down here and ended up with a cold? So I don't have COVID. I'm going to survive. At least you're in Miami. So if we had to set up up EIB South, that's where we want it to be. So that's that's the new the new joint as far as I'm concerned. Kamala Harris was on Good Morning America. And if you. Ever wondered to yourself, why is Kamala at 28 percent approval, <laughs> um, which I don't think many of the people who listen to this show wonder about that. I think they all know. But if you're wondering with Kamala, what's really going on uh, here? She is when asked about the steep rise in inflation. She like the, you know, boring bureaucrat HR officer that she is, is basically just saying, yeah, we're like we're totally on that thing that you're talking about. Well, first of all, it's real and it's and it's rough. Uh, groceries, the cost of groceries has gone up. The cost of gas has gone up. And it, as this is all happening in the context of two years of a pandemic, it's one of the highest priorities, actually, for the president and for me. And so we're dealing with this issue in a number of ways. Short term, one of the issues is the supply chain. We're seeing a bottleneck and we need to relieve that bottleneck. So we brought together everyone from the Teamsters to Target to say, hey, Hey, let's all bring everyone together from the truckers to the folks who are moving product and let's open up some of our major ports for work 24 hours a day seven days a week that's happening and we're seeing great results long term we need to bring down the cost of living and that's a long-standing issue okay clay first of all i mean she really exudes she all the no warmth of a about. siberian prison guard and and really has the, the connection with the common people that you would expect from someone who's almost been programmed like a computer to say certain things. Uh, but but also, does anybody have any faith in either Joe or Kamala to have an understanding of how to make growth more robust, help bring the economy to the place where it should be at this point? I mean, I certainly I don't think I think there are very few people, even among Democrats, who really believe that. Well, she said she wants to bring down the cost of living. Right now, all of the Biden administration's policies would directly increase the cost of living through a spiraling inflation rate that is most impactful on the poorest among us. And Kamala Harris can't even really make an argument at all. She sounds like somebody who's got to give a book report and knows that she has to talk for a certain length of time. Listen to this Kamala Harris saying absolutely nothing. This is crazy. We must together work together to see where we are, where we are headed, where we are going and our vision for where we should be, but also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges and to work on the opportunities. 
And so have, have you ever, did you ever have the experience, Clay, of you're like trying to answer an essay question in high school or something, and you realize that you're just writing words down? Yes. Like, not, like you're not actually, because you don't know who the third monarch of the, you know, uh, empire was that they're asking about. So you just go, well, when you get deep in the question, you find yourself wondering if the query will take you to a place of greater understanding. This is what she does. This is what she says. It reminds me, I took a voice and diction class in college, and everybody had to give a persuasive speech. And, you know, a lot of people would rather die than give a persuasive speech. Remember, like, death is the second biggest fear of lots of people behind public speaking. And so you would see, like, that deer in the headlights face when somebody realized, oh, I've got to go four minutes, and they had gone, like, a minute ten, and they had no- nothing else to say. And that's what exactly it would sound like. By the way, I want to send people off Thursday with a really good uh, happy moment, right? We're happy warriors on this show. And uh, I want to play. This is this was sent to me this morning uh, from Kate in Nashville. She is a mom of a two-year-old. She listens to Clay and Buck every day. And by the way, Buck, down here in South Florida, I met a ton of moms. We got a big mom brigade out there. The mom revolution is 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 repping for Clay and Buck to a large extent. But this mom of this two-year-old, listen to this clip she sent in to me this morning. This is fantastic. What do you want to listen to this morning? I want Clay and Buck show. You want to listen to the Clay and Buck show? Yes. Okay, we'll listen to them this morning. Clay and Buck show. Clay and Buck show. <laughs> how fantastic is that i love it man that kid's got great taste he's going places he's amazing i love how he gets fired up he was he's not just clay Marshall, it's a clay and buck show like oh, he yeah, knows he what time it is i hope he's listening right now i hope he realizes that he made the show so uh that is uh mom kate in nashville sharing her two-year-old's uh affinity we, we sent him a, a high five and you know we got to get him like a t-shirt or something we got to start making some clay and buck swag actually i just realized that we got to get not going a, on not this. a bad idea yeah. um so I am headed back from the great place of South Florida to Nashville. Buck, you'll stay in New York City, the People's Republic of New York City. Yeah, man, I got to hold down the fort here for everybody else. I got to make sure that the commies don't totally overrun us. You know, this is like the last bastion here, EIB NYC, you know? It is funny. I met so many people down here in South Florida who had fled New York and New Jersey. They were just like, I couldn't handle it anymore during COVID. I had to bail. And uh, my brother's I, one of them. I yeah, have, my brother moved to this. Florida and he just he like trolls me. He sends me. He's like, I just bought, you know, my 13th legal firearm in the state of Florida. And I, you know, I love my car. I put the top down. <laughs> I, I pay no state income tax. And I'm like, yeah, well, Eric Adams says he might lower crime a little bit from its really bad level. So there. And I have a 600-square-foot apartment that I Boom. live in by myself, brother. Uh, excuse me, can you, you take a it? nap and shower and cook your dinner at the same time, <laughs> Travis? I don't think so. Oh, man, this has been a lot of fun. I, what do you think, by the way, Ron Johnson? Do you think he's going to run, Senator from I, Wisconsin? I think, I think if, if he was Did on I the edge, which I believe, I think Clay and Buck show might have just pushed him into the running category, although who knows? We'll see. We need him. He's and by man. the way, he's going to win because Wisconsin in 2022 – is going to be a red wave state, I really do think. Uh, and he will get reelected, and we need him there to fight We'll be for back us. with you all tomorrow. Talk to you then. Clay and Buck, out. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. I'm Jack Arnold.
Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.